back to the Wild Child Kitchen Gardening Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Johnson, and today we're talking about something that might freak you out a little. We're talking about summer gardening in the South. I hope to inspire you to keep growing even in the heat. I'm going to tell you why I'm so passionate about summer gardening and help you figure out if it's right for you. This is going to be a fun one. Let's dig in. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number 24, and today we are digging in to summer gardening. We're going to answer the question today, is a summer garden right for you? I really hope that I can inspire you and at least encourage you just a little bit about why I think that the summer garden might be the most important garden of the entire season. Now, I know that you probably do not hear a lot of people talking about a summer garden. In fact, in just a couple of months when you start driving down the street, what you're going to see is the same thing I'm going to see when I'm driving down the roads by my house too. Lots of done and spent vegetables just kind of being placeholders in the garden. This is traditionally what you're going to see from gardeners in the South. We grow our cucumbers, we grow our tomatoes, and when things start petering out, We just let it go. This is the worst thing we can do in our gardens in the summertime. It's the worst thing we can do for our gardens. It's the worst thing we can do for us. And really and truly, the benefit that a lot of people believe is there, I'm going to hopefully change your mind on. Now, I know that I am probably in a total camp of my own here. I know that a lot of people view gardening this way and that I'm sort of stepping on a limb to try to get you to see it a different way. But if I can get you to just look at it a little bit differently, your garden will change forever. Summer gardens can be so rewarding. They don't have to be a lot of work. They can be the most productive season of gardening you experience and they are the most important. Now, I just made a lot of big statements there. I'm going to tell you why I believe in all of this, and then I'm going to tell you summer gardening at its worst, summer gardening at its best, and I'm going to show you exactly how I grow my summer garden. I really want you to embrace this idea that gardening is a way of life. We are barely getting into fruit production in our plants right now if we planted in early or mid-March. And for a lot of people, we're already seeing the end. That breaks my heart. The garden is a piece of me. It is how I live. It's where I go every morning. It's how I end my evenings. I would be devastated to think that in just a couple of months, I won't do a single thing in my garden again until spring of the following year. Just seems like a lot of wasted opportunity to me. Also, the summer garden is so rewarding. You can grow more in that space than truly you have grown in the spring. A lot of people don't believe that because they've never tried it. But if you could be picking watermelons growing peanuts, have a garden full of sweet potatoes, lots of peppers, 
lots of tomatoes, eggplant, squash and zucchini with no vine borers, and another round of cucumbers and green beans? Wouldn't you be interested at least just a little? The summer garden is so overproductive. In the spring, we fight the cooler nighttime temperatures, if we're lucky in the South. What we end up getting is a slow start a lot of times. Why is that? It's because these vegetables love the heat. In fact, one vegetable you didn't even hear me talk about yet that is a summer garden staple for me and for the gardeners I coach inside the Wild Child Garden Club is okra. We don't even plant our okra until most people are calling it quits for the year. Okra doesn't even get up and going until it gets super, super hot. So we don't give it any space until the summer. And then we let it take over. And boy, does it fill our freezers. Just a few plants will give you all the okra you need for gumbo in the winter. This is the beauty of the summer garden. They're not just super overproducing, but they're also so rewarding. They really and truly grow themselves. Now, I know what you're thinking right now. You're thinking that if the gardens just grow themselves, then why does every single garden you pass seem to be given up on? If it just grows itself, then why does it look like it's dead midsummer? Well, I'm going to tell you about that at the end, so stick around. But for right now, I want to also share with you why the summer garden is so important, not just to us, but also to itself. The summer garden is the garden that builds your soil for the following seasons. The summer garden is going to set you up for fall. It's going to set you up for spring. Now, let me explain that a little bit so you can understand what I mean. The summer garden is your opportunity to build your soil. It's your opportunity to take your garden to the next level. It's your opportunity to grow like you've never grown before. Do you want to know why? It's because of the heat. The hotter it gets outside, the faster those microbes work. In fact, if you've ever noticed, your compost probably slows down greatly in the early spring, late fall, and winter months. Why is that? It's because the temperatures just don't get hot enough. So it slows down. It breaks down much slower. We talked about mini composting um, last week on the Wild Child Kitchen Gardens Facebook group. And I've got a couple reels posted on my Instagram too that you could go check out with my mini composting method. In the Wild Child Garden Club, we've completely cut out the middleman and we mini compost. We put our composting scraps right into our gardens. You can't do this any other season but summer. In the spring, in the fall, in the winter, they won't break down fast enough. And instead of becoming good nutrients for your soil, they become a buffet for the neighborhood critters. You don't want that. But oh, in the summer, how you can take advantage of all of the heat and really build your soil. When you build your soil in summer, You set yourself up for a season in fall that is pest-less, disease-less, 
and weed-free. That's the truth. And it's this tiny window when everybody else gives up on their summer garden that we have the opportunity to do this. I don't want you to miss it. And I probably, at least a few of you, if you have been gardening any amount of time, you might be thinking back right now to a terrible summer garden that you had, one that was overrun with weeds, one where the mildew was out of control and the pest just took the place over, one that just gets so frustrating because you can't even get a red tomato in the house. I know, I have been there. That's why we view the summer garden differently. We really see it as a completely different garden from any other season. In the summer garden, we're looking for plants that grow themselves. We want lots of harvest, very little work. Can you get on board with that? We actually need this in the summer months because as the weather gets more unpredictable, our schedules get more tight, we tend to be much more busy away from the garden more than any other season, we really need the garden to grow itself. We really need to not have a tremendous amount of garden chores. And instead, we want to have just a good day to go out and pick all we can and then walk away. And that is possible. Inside the Wild Child Garden Club, the summer garden season is top of everyone's excitement list. Now listen, we're all ready for our first tomato right now. I can promise you that. But we're also already looking forward to the summer season. That's because we know how important it is to our garden, and we know how rewarding it is for us. Okay, so have I at least piqued your interest a little bit about your summer garden? I hope so. I hope that you see you really can grow a garden in the heat of the summer in the South that doesn't have a lot of pests, that doesn't have a lot of weeds, that doesn't have a lot of disease, but that overproduces with a lot of vegetables. It really is possible. Now, I'm going to share with you a few things that I want to make sure you do right now in order to set yourself up for this summer garden that we can all get excited about, right? The very first thing you're going to do to get ready for a summer garden right now is you're going to set goals for yourself. You're going to look at your calendar. You're going to ask yourself, what does your summer look like? These garden goals that you're going to create for yourself right now will help you to plan accordingly. If you've got a busy summer, you're going to want to plant around your time away so that you can make sure that you have time to get everybody up and growing before you start hitting the road. For some of us, it truly does mean that we're just picking what we're going to be growing. We've got so much to choose from, but we only have so much space. So is our goal maybe peanuts? Is our goal sweet potatoes? is our goal maybe that we just want more of what we're already growing. These are the things we're going to ask ourselves. I have a freebie for you that's going to help. 
It is a garden goal setting worksheet that you can take and you can set your garden goals. I allow you to set three because we don't want to set too many or else we get overworked and frustrated. Set three garden goals and then determine how you're going to get there. What obstacles are you going to have to take into consideration as you're working on this summer garden? For me, I am already looking forward to squash and zucchini without squash vine borers. They will be gone by the time we replant for summer, and I can already feel myself getting excited for that. None of that egg hunt searching all over the plants. No more cutting out vine borers. I really cannot wait until that gets here. It's a whole lot less work than what we have to put in to get that early squash and zucchini right now. Download this garden freebie at the podcast show notes, releaseyourinnerwildchild.com forward slash episode 24. Get this freebie, download it, go sit out in your garden and enjoy an afternoon of dreaming of what's to come. That is one thing that we love to do inside of the Wild Child Garden Club, and that is always planning what's coming next. Maybe for you, it's that you want sweet potatoes or you want peanuts. That's easy. Everything comes out and your peanuts go in. Simple. Maybe you want to change out a few of the varieties that you're growing. Maybe a particular tomato didn't perform the way you wanted it to and you're going to replace it with a new variety. Or maybe you've had your fill of eggplant and so you're going to replace that with okra. These are the things that we're thinking about right now. Isn't it so fun to dream? This entire month of podcasts are going to be about summer gardening. So don't worry. You are going to have so much to look forward to and get excited about. Now, what if I told you that you could actually start over again in the summer and create a garden that is better than it would have been if you just kept growing along. It's true. The summer garden lends itself and leads the way into the best season of all the year. That is the very short season in between summer and fall that we call the do-over season. In this season, you get a do-over of your entire spring garden. Wow, there is no limit to what you can do. You truly can start over again and grow anything you grew in the spring again in this tiny window. Now, if that sounds like something that's exciting to you, I want you to join me in my Summer Gardening Masterclass. In this class that's completely free, we are going to talk about varieties for the do-over season, how you need to choose what you grow and how important that is, and how to pick the right varieties for this tiny window of time. If you are not already signed up to my email list, head over to releaseyourinnerwildchild.com forward slash subscribe and jump on my email list. Not only will you get so much garden goodness delivered to your inbox, but you will also be notified as soon as this free masterclass is available. This is the month 
that summer garden dreams are made of. And I know, I already know what you're thinking. You're thinking that you haven't even harvested the first tomato. How can we be looking at summer? Trust me when I tell you, this is the perfect time to look to summer. I'm going to go through all of it with you in my summer gardening masterclass. This class is going to be completely free and you can get all of the details when they come out by joining my email list at releaseyourinnerwildchild.com forward slash subscribe. All right, I told you at the end of the episode, we were going to answer the question, is a summer garden right for you? And we are. I'm going to give you several scenarios, and that's going to help you decide if a summer garden is right for you or not. Very simple, right? So if you answer these questions as a summer garden is right for you, I don't want you to be intimidated by it. I don't want you to think that you're not going to get any fruit from your spring garden because you're going to take it all out before you get your summer garden. None of that is true. I promise. Your summer garden, again, is this tiny window in between summer and fall that we call the do-over season. And it's not going to interfere with anything you're doing right now. And if you still are a little confused on that, make sure you're signed up to be notified about my summer gardening masterclass because that's gonna answer all of your questions. But what I want you to be focusing on right now is, is a summer garden right for you? And how do you know that it is or it isn't? And what goals can you set for yourself this summer that will help you get to where you want to be in your garden? That's the goal of today. So let's find out if a summer garden is right for you or not, okay? I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. First, do you find yourself frustrated at the end of every spring season? If you answer yes to that, a summer garden is for you. Second, Do you always find yourself wishing that you could do something else after your tomatoes are spent in the spring? Do you wish that when you have no tomatoes left that haven't been ravaged by pests, there was something else you could do before the next garden season? If you answer yes, a summer garden is for you. Are you a gardener who wants to learn more about their soil? Do you want to deepen your knowledge and build the soil that you're growing in to give you a garden that has fewer pests, less disease, and no weeds? If that's the case, a summer garden is for you. Are you a person who enjoys picking? You love to be in your garden. You want your garden to be part of your legacy. You want to pass down this amazing hobby to your kiddos. If you answer yes, a summer garden is for you. Now, who is a summer garden not for? A summer garden is not for a person who sees themselves moving before fall. If you're going to move, enjoy your spring vegetables and then go ahead and pass that garden on to the next homeowner. If you don't enjoy continuing on with a season that's ending, getting more tomatoes, more peppers, more eggplant, a summer garden's probably not for you. 
If the idea of growing something brand new that you've never grown before in your space that would otherwise just be empty doesn't excite you and get you really anticipating what's to come, a summer garden's probably not for you. But in all other cases, summer gardening is easy. It's rewarding. It's good for you. And it's good for your garden. So if you are interested in growing a summer garden, go for it. I'm telling you, you won't be sorry. Thank you so much for joining me here on the Wild Child Kitchen Gardening Podcast. I hope that you're leaving today at least intrigued about your summer garden. I hope that you are inspired and excited to give it a shot. If you are, go ahead, download that goals planning sheet and really dig into what you want to get out of your garden. Next week, we'll meet right back here and talk more about your summer garden. Have a great week.